Good morning. It's uh, Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy, and it's time for Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee for Memorial Day here in the U.S. Of course, it is uh, Memorial Day, and uh, just to refresh you and update you from uh, Wikipedia, Memorial Day is a federal holiday in the U.S. for remembering the people who died while serving in the country's armed forces. A holiday which is currently observed every year on the last Monday of May originated as Decoration Day after the American Civil War back in 1868 when the Grand Army of the Republic, an organization of Union veterans founded in Decatur, Illinois, uh, established it as a time for the Union to decorate the graves of the Union war dead with flowers. By the 20th century, uh, competing Union and Confederate holiday traditions celebrated on different days had merged and... Uh, Memorial Day eventually extended to honor all Americans who died while in the military service. Uh, As we all know, it kind of marks the uh, unofficial beginning of the uh, summer vacation season. Labor Day marks the end, the first uh, full weekend of September. So today, it's a holiday. And on the uh, Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee, it's going to be a bit of a random day. Uh, So we'll explore a bunch of random things. Random thing number one is this, the 50th... Uh, anniversary release of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. It, res- it came in on Friday. And, uh, boy, it's it's a package and a half. Uh, I'm trying to think what, what all is in here. Well, let's just take a quick peek just for fun. Unpacking. It's you th- it, it looks like an album, but no. It's actually six, uh, four CDs and two DVDs. Or I should say a Blu-ray and a DVD and... Got a bunch of outtakes. It's got a mono mix, the original mono mix of the album as the Beatles mixed it and released it in England. It came to America and it was remixed to stereo, a really horrible stereo mix. The Beatles had nothing to do with that uh, because the American engineers got a hold of the, the original tapes and however it worked and they put out a stereo version, which wasn't very well done. So Giles Martin, uh, George Martin's son, spent the last year or two remixing the original recordings down to a new stereo remix so that's included in here and then they've got i don't know what the video stuff is uh the making of sergeant pepper from 1992 and some promotional films of a day in the life strawberry fields and penny lane you know strawberry fields and penny lane of course were going to be included on the album but they were not because they were released as a single the band and the record company needed a single uh back in uh, late 66, early 67, when the session started, and they said, well, we got these, we just finished these, let's put these out. They were going to be on the album, but they were not, but now they're included here. So anyway, that's a cool package. I've been listening to that a little bit. Uh, so that's random thing one. Random thing number two, it was uh, last my last ski day of the year. I went to Timberline up at Mount Hood. In fact, I had a little uh, video from the ski lift. If I can grab that and download that, I'll, I'll plug that into the video version of this just for fun. Uh, beautiful day up there. Gorgeous day. It was um, very warm. Snow was very soft. Uh, I skied for two hours and said that's probably plenty. Uh, very busy up there, though. They had races and snowboarding stuff going on and lots of people. They had the, the, the Palmer Lift, which is, goes up to like the 8,500-foot level, is not open all the time. It's open in June and July. It was open uh, over the weekend, so I got to ride that. It's been probably decades since I've done that, so that was pretty cool. Uh, thing three, so the skiing was Saturday. Yesterday was a uh, home day. Lots of yard work, mowing the lawn, weed whacking, uh, going to the store for pea gravel and uh, what else? Um, 
bark dust and things like that. So the, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, my wife was power washing the uh, patio. So girl with a power washer, got to watch out for that. She's in her element. That's great stuff. <laughs> uh, thing four. I was woke up this morning and grabbed my phone and and uh, just was on LinkedIn for a minute and there was an interesting discussion about blockchain and I've never heard of blockchain. I thought what and and all these comments. I thought well I need to find out what blockchain is. So I looked up blockchain. You heard of blockchain? New to me. But let's go back to uh, Wikipedia. A uh, blockchain is a distributed database that maintains a continuously growing list of records called blocks secured from tampering and revision. Each block contains a timestamp and a link to a previous block. By design, blockcha- uh, blockchains are inherently resistant to modification of the data. Once recorded, the data in a block cannot be altered retroactively. Uh, through the use of a peer-to-peer network and a distributed time-stamping server, a blockchain database is managed autonomously. Uh, blockchains are an open distributed ledger that can record transactions between two parties uh, efficiently and in a verifiable and permanent way. The ledger itself can also be programmed to trigger transactions automatically. I don't know that it's an underpinning of um, Bitcoin, uh, but something similar I think is. Uh, but the, the discussion was, well, maybe this will do away with banks um, eventually. It'll be a long time, but it could happen. And it can be used in a lot of other applications as well. But there seems to be a lot of buzz about it. And, you know, I'm just now finding out. So, uh, Thing five, podcasts. Uh, I spent most of my time driving over this past weekend listening to podcasts. In fact, the one that I listened to and finished up, I listened to like four episodes, was S-Town. Uh, S-Town is a podcast about the... Uh, town of Woodstock, Alabama, which was inspired by an email from a guy named John B. McLemore who lived there and said the, the whole town was a S-town, you know, uh, pr- uh, produced by the same people that produced Serial, which is a podcast I keep meaning to get to. Uh, it is the most popular podcast of all time, having been downloaded more than 200 million times. That's Serial. Uh, S-town is from the same folks. And I believe they also do uh, This American Life, which I think is a PBS show. So uh, S-Town was good. I'm sure Serial will be good. Been listening to that. What else? Did I? I actually had a couple others that I, I, I found on. Um, I, I read an article on New York Times over the weekend uh, or last Thursday or Friday. There's a couple that I'm trying out called One's In the Dark. One is No Such Thing as a Fish. Uh, another one that I've listened to a couple of episodes from is Rolling Stone Music Now. Heard a great interview with John Lennon, which was uh, uh, the, the 1970 interview, the audio of the 1970 interview that really kicked off Rolling Stone magazine. Jan Winter introdu- uh, in- interviewed John Lennon uh, back in 1970. Uh, there's some other things. Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, Dakota Ring Theater. So I'm working my way through a lot of these, uh, and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. If I find some really great ones, I'll be sure and share them. All right. Um, and today's trade show marketing tip, it's actually a blog post over the weekend that I wrote, actually wrote it, uh, posted it on Thursday. Your trade show visitors want these six things from you. So as an exhibitor, we tend to think about us, us, us. What do we have to do? What do we have to get out there? Well, think about the, the attendees. Say, what, what do they want? What are the six things they're looking for? And this is, you know, fairly random list. They want to see the new stuff. Most trade show attendees are in a position of power within their company. They have influence or they make decisions. Uh, So they're shopping for new things that they can acquire. Number two, they want to be engaged. They don't want to walk by a boring booth. Lots of choices here. Uh, Interactive 
exhibits, professional presentations, products that dazzle, really cool booth that makes them stop. You know, give them something to do or see for a short time when you've given them something they want. Uh, number three, they want a pro to handle them. They, they, they really want that, which means that your booth staffers should be well-trained. They should know the product. They should know the company they represent. Uh, visitors want to be treated with respect. You know, you got to think about them. They're, they're on a very tight schedule, no doubt. They're trying to see as many booths as they can, make as many contacts as they can. So they're on a tight schedule with a lot of stops, a warm smile, and a pleasant, sincere greeting goes a long way. Uh, also, depending on the show and their needs, they may not want to carry a lot of stuff with them, samples, papers. Uh, so if you can provide choices for you know sales sheets beyond handouts, it saves them a hassle of carrying stuff around. Email it to them. Uh, give them a chance to download a digital uh, thing, you know, PDF or something. And finally, they don't want to have their time wasted. This goes back to respect. A visitor will often try to dodge those you know hungry-looking booth staffers uh, because they don't want to get captured by a salesman into a booth and never to be seen again. So ask questions, qualify, disqualify, and move on. Uh, that is our trade show guy Monday morning coffee today, our trade show tip of the day. Remember, you can find me here at uh, tradeshowguyexhibits.com, tradeshowguyblog.com, tradeshowsuccessbook.com, tradeshowexhibitbuyerskit.com. Uh, one good thing, I had five random things, but I usually end up the show with one good thing. And the one good thing, my experience again, is power tools. Where would we be without power tools? Where would we as a society and culture be without power tools? I mean, you know, things like leaf blowers, lawn mowers, uh, screw guns, weed whackers, and so much more. Yes, I admit it would be a quieter world, but it would take longer to get things done. And uh, possibly as a result, a lot of things just wouldn't get done. So... Uh, I say power tools are this week's uh, one good thing. Uh, so have yourself a great week. Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy. Find me at tradeshowguyexhibits.com. I'm the founder and, and, and owner. And we do great projects. Have a great one. 